श्री गौरीवैष्णव परंपरा की जय श्री पनिहत्ति महामोत्सव तिथि की जय गौर प्रेम नंदे gathered on the occasion of the commemoration of the famous festival at Panihati. How many of you have heard of that? Okay. I'm going to cite, this is just related in Chaitanya Charitamrita, the uh, final word, so to speak, on the uh, philosophy and leela of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu from the our original Shastra gurus, those gurus in our lineage who, under the direct order of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and just Anitinanda Prabhu, I guess we could say, and half a generation further down, authored the text that have become, have taken on a canonical, canonical, canonical-like status, or status. In other words, they become Shastra for us. They define our Sampradaya, taking from other core books that other lineages uh, hold sacred, like the Gita, like Srimad Bhagavatam, the Upanishads, and so on and so forth. Our Goswamis have drawn from these books and explained them in a particular way so as to form a lineage, a credible sampradaya, a family, hmm? through which uh, grace flows. We call it the Chaitanya Sampradaya or the Gaudiya Sampradaya. And among them, Krishnadas Kaviraj Goswami was kind of the last in the line of the Shastra Gurus, although some uh, centuries later we also find uh, the commentary of Vishwanath Chakrabhi Thakur and the uh, writings of Baladev Vidyabhushan, and of course others as well have commented and so forth, but... Um, Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami has said his work is said to be kind of the last word in the actual formation of the Sampradaya. This book was very instrumental in actually bringing together all the different ideas about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, the phenomena of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, who he was, what he was, and he's shown like a valuable, precious uh, jewel, hmm? many faceted, so seen in different lights for many people, all of which were a divine light. Hmm? After all, then, and the teaching is, he's Swayam Bhagavan himself, Sri Krishna. So, uh, this uh, story of the Panihati festival comes in as Chaitanya Charitamrita and Amti Leela, the, the, the final section of the book. And I'll quote a core verse from the text describing one aspect of this and then we'll go on to discuss it at, at some length. Yeah, this comes in the sixth chapter of the Antilila. Nityananda Prabhu says, Gopajati ami bahu, Gopagan sange, 
আমি সুখ পাই এই পূর্ণ ভোজনার অঙ্গে আমি সুখ পাই এই পুরীন ভোজনের অঙ্গে and in their company he says ami sukha pai i take find great happiness e pulino bhojana rangi taking lunch bhojana eating on the the uh, on the banks of the of the uh, on the riverside So here Nityananda Prabhu in the middle of this pastime which we haven't gone into yet has uh, transported us into his inner experience of it hmm, that corresponds with Krishna Leela and the uh, festive cowherd pastime of taking the picnic lunch along the banks of the Jamuna this uh, comes up a couple of times in chaitanya charitamrita this vision i want to uh, explain it in this way uh, there's a uh, term that the goswamis have invoked mantramayi upasana we find this uh, mentioned also by bhakti siddhanta saraswati thakur in uh, i believe is or bhakti vinod thakur commentary on uh, brahma samhita where there are a number of mantramayi upasana verses mantra means the, here the verse um so it's a mantramayi upasana it's a upasana upasana means worship uh what based on the mantra mantra filled uh worship so the 
implication of this is that certain verses, like this one here in Bengali, they depict, like I've said, a still picture in the motion picture of Krishna Leela. So uh, the devotees will meditate on those still pictures. Hmm? The uh, the arti it can be uh, an extended example of that, where we gather before the deity here of Daoji and Gopal in the evening, and we we have accompanying some kirtan hmm, song, meditating on the particular leela of the Lord. Hmm? Evening leelas, coming home from the forest, Krishna and Balaram herding the cows, so on and so forth. Uh, the uh, song, as you know, describes that aspect of the leela. Hmm? So we gather together, there's the picture of Krishna and Balaram, here is the, the, the kirtan and the song to accompany that, and it's a meditation that's meant to transport us into, through that window, into the leela. And in time, then, through this mantramayu pasana, then this meditation becomes swarasiki. In other words, the movie starts to flow. Hmm? From entering into meditating on one frame, then it, 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 it starts to move within the heart spontaneously. Hmm? These um, practices course, are very beautiful. They're very central in many respects to Gaudiya Vaishnavism, but they're um, not, at least Mantramaya Upasana, uh, really practical, except in a very general sense for most devotees. Hmm? And in that general sense, it should be invoked. We should try to see the Arctic as such, see such verses, many verses in Brahma Samhita, uh, like Venom, Konvantam, Aramindalaita, they're descriptive of Krishna and his leela in a particular uh, frame, as I say. Hmm? So they are a meditation. That's all well and good. Um, but to really be absorbed in such, the heart has to have been sufficiently cleaned. It is a measure for cleansing the heart. That's true. But the extent to which the heart has not been cleansed, hmm? it would be difficult to be effectively engaged in mantramayi Upasana, what to speak of Swarasiki, which is, is, is the idea of this is it, it comes naturally. Hmm? It's not a forced effort, but it starts to flow. Hmm? We, in our particular lineage, the Bhakti Vinod Paribar, we emphasize, following the, the insight of Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Thakur, the efficacy of Kirtan, as everybody should, the Suchetana Mahaprabhu. Emphasized. Kirtan the Prabhavi Smaranasubhavi. By Kirtan, of course, the heart will be cleansed, and by the force of Kirtan, this uh, kind of meditation, remembrance of Krishna, Lila will come on the heart naturally. But we do have some verses like this, and this is how they should be seen. Hmm? As I say, the Arctic is an extended idea of that. So here, Nityananda Prabhu gives us a, a window into his own experience of this, uh, this, this Lila. Again, before we go on, I think we should emphasize the point that we are here for developing prem, ras, rasananda. Hmm? But there's a distant idea. Hmm? It's not as far distant in terms of where we have to go in comparison to how far we've come thus far. 
to be in a place like this under good guidance and uh, engaging in sadhana bhakti. To be a sadhaka is not to be a member of this world. Hmm? It's not to be entirely a member of the other world either. Hmm? But uh, it's like, I guess, being on the, on the plane to go there. Something like that. Uh, so, stay in the air. This is the idea. Uh, and the plane has a destination. Don't bail out. Uh, so, um, so, rasa is the goal. We should know about it theoretically. We should understand the theory. But we should have a, health, have a healthy understanding. This is not something that we can jump into uh, with our shoes on. We can't go crashing down the door of the house of Bhakti Rasa and insist that we should have a place there. We'll be go there by grace and the cultivation of humility and, and so on and so forth. Um, and to give us a little bit of a perspective on that, when I say we can't go there with our shoes on, well, we have to leave behind, and this Leela teaches us much about this, as we'll see, our material attachments and so forth. And perhaps the the, the strongest attachment in the world is the sexual desire. So it's hard to forego the sexual desire. Uh, it's harder still to overcome it. Hmm? And uh, uh, this will have to happen in the course of our um, uh, taking the plane to, as I say in our metaphor, to, 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 to Prem and getting off on the other side. So we can, we can gauge ourselves practically, realistically, in terms of where we are. Hmm? And, uh, and we can know what to do. I like to say, as I often have, we should know where we are and where we have to want to go. What opportunity, and I say we want to go, what opportunity has been made available, what windows into that world have been made available to us. So this is one hmm? beautiful window, and we have a picture of that window here by the merciful presence of Sri Sri Daoji Gopal. Hmm? So Nityananda Prabhu has here in this Leela said, in his own experience of the Leela is this. I'm on the banks of the Jamuna with all my friends, coward friends, and we're having a picnic. Hmm? This vision, prominent here in this Leela, also comes up, it's been described in Chaitanya Charitamrita for some in the context of the Rathiatra. Hmm? Hmm? And for others, they see the, uh, it's been described in Chaitanya Charitamrita, they see, they get a glimpse of the, of the rasa dance in, uh, in, in rasa lila. So these are two prominent sentiments, madurasa and sakirasa. Do you know what sakirasa is? Okay, who can tell? Can you tell what it is? Do you know what madurasa is? Hmm? No. What is it? Conjugal love. love. What's conjugal mean? Like romantic. Okay, good. So, these two, the romantic love and friendly love, these are prominent in Gaudiya Sampradaya. And, it, and here's the reason. 
we know the reason for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He came to taste that Madhurasa, taste the, the sentiments of Radha's love, and he came not alone. He came with Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? Krishna and Balaram are fast friends. So uh, Krishna has come, Narutam Thakur has described, um, the verse, Balaram Hoilunitai, Rajendra Nandana Ye, Sachi Suta Hoilushe, Balaram Hoilunitai. So Sachi Nandan means who has, who gave bliss to Sachi, the son of Sachi. Hmm? He has come, he is uh, Krishna, uh, Nanda means this is Krishna. Krishna has come as the son of Sachi, and Balaram has come as Nitai. This is other self. Hmm? So, and they're distributing prem. So Balaram is steeped in this Sakya, prem, hmm? Sakya rasa. So, it finds a place, naturally, in Gaudiya Sampradaya. And here, this verse, it, it, uh, in, the, in the center, if you will, of this Leela, um, describes Nityananda Prabhu's experience of Sakya Rasa, uh, surrounded by many, many, many of his associates and, uh, and uh, taking a, a picnic along the bank of the Jumuna. They're on the bank of the Ganges. He has turned into the Jamuna for him. Hmm? He's with so many male associates, full-grown men, they've turned into cowherd uh, adolescents and youths. Hmm? Um, so, what is the context for all of this? Uh, a very high idea hmm? and uh, a Leela that stresses in a number of ways the importance of Nityananda Prabhu and Gaurila. This is something that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had to repeatedly point out himself. Nityananda Prabhu was very unorthodox in his behavior. Hmm? This Leela is somewhat of an, uh, another uh, example of that. He wore his ecstasy, as they say, on his arm. Hmm? Uh, for example, it is said that he used to drink milk from the teats of cows not by milking it, but by like a calf. Hmm. Um, so, uh, uh, sometimes showing up in the public naked, hmm, like a young like a young boy, will not be, you know, no one would say anything. But as a child, <laughs> so he was absorbed in such childhood-like uh, sensibilities. Hmm. The Mahaprabhu had to repeatedly point out he's not. It's not what you think. He's very deeply absorbed in, in uh, his spiritual life. So, uh, he plays a very, he's very unorthodox, difficult to understand. That's why Krishna's Kaviraj Goswami, as I've many times said, in his uh, Mongol verses, the, the auspicious invocation, the auspicious preface to his, his, his treatise here, when he comes to glorify Nityananda Prabhu, he invokes uh, four or five, was it five verses? Five verses that he apparently penned himself, Sanskrit verses, all of which glorify Nityananda Prabhu in a big, big way. Sankarsana karnato yashayi garbodashayi chapayodishayi sheshashayasyamsa kalasnityananda kirama sharanam mamastu. This is the main one, and he unfolds that into four different verses, explaining Nityananda Prabhu, this fellow who might be showing up 
taking the kirtan naked uh, uh, is actually Sakshat Balaram, the source of Mahavishnu, Garbhodakshai Vishnu, Shirodakshai Vishnu, the, the Vishnus presiding over the... Uh, they are a way of saying God is... Uh, everything is in God, God is in everything. Hmm? This is the idea of Vishnu, all-pervasive. Hmm? And so on and so forth. So he's a, he's a big, big person. He should be uh, properly understood from these verses, if we understand them, then his behavior in the Leela will um, not be as uh, shocking and alarming as it was. Mahaprabhu himself, as I said many times, took um, the opportunity to point out to his devotees who was Nityananda Prabhu. So Raghunathas, he knew. Hmm? This Panihati festival has much to do with Raghunathas Goswami's desire to attain the shelter of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the wisdom here of Raghunathas Goswami. The story begins um, prior to the festival itself in Antirlila, where the uh, uh, family life of Raghunathas Goswami is explained. His elders were close to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They were like his father and uncles were like the uh, like the like the children of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's grandfather. Hmm? So they were friends of Jagannath Mishra. They had a close family family ties. This was, of course, in a different culture in a time somewhat similar to here, where everybody knows everybody and Juan's well relatives are everywhere. Uh, <laughs> and uh, so. The uh, that closeness between the family of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and the family of Raghunath Das Goswami, it became somewhat of an impediment for Raghunath Das's uh, pursuit and interest to take shelter of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu because this uh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, of course. Um, had become a sannyasi. He had left home. So, in order to get the shelter of Raghunathas, of, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Raghunathas would also have to, li- to leave home. And when the family unit is more closely knit, then it's more difficult to leave home. Hmm? <laughs> in a modern society, people are leaving home for, for the wrong reasons, for no reasons, uh, uh, and so forth. Uh, so, Raghunathas, anyway, wanted to leave home, but it was a problem uh, uh, for him. Uh, I remember that Pujapad Sridharmarsh once told me how Prabhupada had approached him for sannyas, to take sannyas, but he was nervous because their families were close, or he, he was close with, with Prabhupada's family because he had lived in Prabhupada's house with him in Calcutta for six years. And so he knew his wife and children and so forth. And he was afraid at this time he had established his moth. He said he was concerned that if I give him something else, they'll come here and disturb my moth. They take, oh, you've taken our father, you've taken my husband, you know. <laughs> and so on. So he said he hesitated on that uh, account. And of course he also hesitated because he had a, uh, a inappropriately so, a conservative idea about taking sannyasa was not something you just run off into. Not that Prabhupada wasn't qualified. Hmm? 
But we find that even Raghunath Das Goswami wanted to run off with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and repeatedly Chaitanya Mahaprabhu told him, calm down, calm down. Hmm? Just to renounce the life like this in, 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 at a whim, that uh, uh, is, is not wise. It should be well thought out. There should be some purification of the heart and so on and so forth. Um, so this kind of instruction we find in this Leela of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to Raghunathas and Siddha Maharaj had a similar kind of a sensibility, but then he said, but anyway, he just went to Keshav Maharaj, who lived that time in Mathura. He had his mouth in Navadvi, but he was in Mathura. He went all the way to Mathura and took sannyas there eventually, which would have been difficult for his family to come and knock on the door of Keshav Maharaj make complaints, and neither did they have that kind of relationship. Hmm? It was beautiful and charming when Sri Marsh told it to me, and he chuckled about it, and uh, uh, to see the extent, the measure of his intimacy with with Prabhupada and, and uh, his previous family and so forth. Hmm? So, Raghunathas Goswami wanted to leave home, but his parents didn't want to leave home, and uh, their close relationship with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's family made it somewhat uh, awkward, and they were very, very wealthy. So they gave him everything. But repeatedly he tried to leave home, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he met a couple times, told him, don't be foolish like this. Time will come. The window of opportunity will come. You're sincere, you wait, and then you can go through that window. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in other words, didn't want to get on the bad side of his father and, and, and uncle and so forth. <laughs> this is part of the beauty of the charm. This is the leela. Hmm? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is a sannyasi, but but that is all, in Gaur Leela, that is all very external, after all. He's giving up Sachi, which is like Krishna giving up Yashoda. How can we tolerate that? To teach, by example, for us, it's a bit of a ruse, in other words. The sannyas of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Therefore, when Chaitanya Mahaprabhu did take sannyas, and Nityananda Prabhu went and retrieved him, brought him back to uh, uh, the house of Advaita and brought Sachi there, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, what have I done? Take it, what madness? I belong to you, Mother. If you, if, if you, I cannot leave. If you want me to give up the sannyas, I'll immediately give it up. So what kind of sannyasi was that? Uh, of course, she said, I don't want the religious world to criticize you, but I don't want to live as you either. So I have to make some type, come in the middle somehow. So you want to go to Vrindavan, go to Puri. That is close to Namatweep, therefore I'll always hear news about you, and so on and so forth. So the, the point is that, that, that we don't want Chaitanya Mahaprabhu to take sannyas. As we become advanced, we'll find the sannyas leela to be less appealing. In the beginning, we'll find it to be more appealing. After all, we hear, mm-hmm. From the Bhagavad, hmm? 
this verse about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He gave up Chaktvasudus Chadusurepsita Raj Lakshmi. Raj Lakshmi, Vishnu Priya Devi. Hmm. He gave her up, his, his wife, he gave up his mother and so forth. And Mayamrigam Daita Ipsitam, in order to, to give mercy to people bewildered by Maya hmm, in Kali Yuga. It is said that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu told Vishnu Priya the night he was going to leave, in this Leela, our business is only to cry. Hmm? In this Leela, I have to leave you for the sake of the fallen souls. Hmm? So there's a side of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu weeping for us. Naturally, we appreciate that. We become attracted to his sannyas Leela and his life as a sadhaka and uh, all those in instructions to Rupa Goswami that have formed the Sampradaya, the instructions to Sanatana Goswami, hmm? his conquests and so forth. Uh, and, uh, um, and as I've said in the beginning, well, things have to be left behind right, to enter into that, that life. So his life of renunciation in the context of bhakti is very uh, inspiring to us. Hmm? Uh, but as time goes on, then the, the sannyasthila becomes somewhat less appealing. I've told the story before how one of my governors had little Gornatai deities, and our little Gornatai deities in Navadvip, I was worshipping uh, there with Prabhupada's blessing, and this other sannyasi had dressed his deities like sannyasis. Hmm? So I asked Prabhupada about that. This is, I, I've never seen a Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, Nityananda dressed like sannyasis. He said, no, we don't like to think of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as a sannyasi. That's why Nityananda Prabhu broke his danda on the way to Puri and threw it in the river. And that's another leela. Because he saw Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as Krishna. And carrying the danda, danda means punishment. So to carry it is a punishment. We think, what an honor, I get to carry the danda. I'll get prestige. No, it's a punishment, actually. <laughs> you have to carry this thing around <laughs> for a while, anyway. And it's supposed to re, 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 it's supposed to it's supposed to remind you that, that to punish your mind and your words and body and so forth, in a sense, by way of not allowing them to go in the direction they might want to go, and only go in the direction of serving, serving Krishna. Hmm? So. To see Krishna carrying a danda, I mean, this is to say either say that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was Krishna. People go, "What were he talking about? Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was Krishna. Krishna is dancing with the gopis, herding cows, um, uh, uh, feasting with his friends, and Chaitanya Mahaprabhu was a sannyasi. No, no family members and." This Krishna is the, is the, is the epitome of, in, of an enjoyer. And Mahaprabhu is, is the example of a, of a renunciate, the other end of the spectrum. How can you say that, that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna? They're entirely different. Hmm? Again, one is the enjoyer, the other is the, is the renouncer. One is the taker, one is the giver. Hmm? But we know that the one is two, and the two are one, in other words. Krishna, as we spoke last night, becomes two as Radha Krishna. Radha is the giver. Krishna is the taker. Hmm? 
Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Radha and Krishna. He's Krishna, but he's overtaken by Radha. Hmm? So if you really understand Krishna, and this is what the Goswamis have, this is their position, then you can readily understand, oh, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna, as much as Radha is Krishna, hmm? two, one soul, two bodies, hmm? he personifies the highest bhakti, the highest ideal of love of God, that love of God and God, they're one. If you have love of God, you have to have the God. Right? So the God is the object of love, and the devotee is the vessel of love. Vishayalambana, hmm? Ashrayalambana vibhav, in rasa. Hmm? So in that sense, as I say, if we see through the eyes of the Goswamis, Krishna's Kaviraj and so forth, it's easy to understand. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is Krishna. Hmm? Of course, Krishna Prema Pradayate, this is what Rupa Goswami's insight was. He's giving Krishna Prem. Well, he has to have Krishna Prem to give Krishna Prem. Hmm? And no avatar has that. They don't have Prema Madhurya. Prema Madhurya, Venu Madhurya, Lila Madhurya, Rupa Madhurya. These are the four isn't it, qualities of Krishna that who doesn't have? Who knows? Narayana, who's the general idea of God. Hmm? Krishna has four qualities that Narayana doesn't have. This is part of the analysis, scientific analysis, the methodology that Rupa Goswami invokes for making his point. Krishna's two Bhagavan Swayam. Krishna's the fountainhead of all avatars. So Prema Madhurya means uh, he's surrounded by a very sweet love. Prema Madhurya. Venu Madhurya. He has the sweet flute. Ryan doesn't carry the flute. Hmm? He has four arms. Hmm? Giving blessings. Hmm? Krishna's trying to get the blessings of Radha. He's playing the flute to, att to attract her attention. He got his flute from Shiva in the Govardhan Leela, the Bamsi, the, the, the bamboo flute, after it was over. Uh, Govardhan Leela. Govardhan Leela. Uh, yeah. Govardhan Leela. And at the end of the Govardhan Leela, hmm, different gods came and gave different... Indra came and he was... Krishna was crowned the king of the, of the, of the gods and so forth. But he got that flute, he took it to his house, his tower, the tower in his house. He had a lookout tower at, at, at uh, his home there. And there he would practice his flute. He found that he could play it. He could turn water into, to become motionless. He could cause the stone to become fluid by playing his flute. Hmm? He caused the cows to shh, pour milk out of their udders, hmm? become motionless like like pictures and so forth. It's the magic of his flute. But he, what he was trying to do in all of this is to find a note that would attract, that would knock out Radha. Hmm? They would get her attention and so forth. So, hmm? so 
So he's playing the flute. He hasn't got four arms giving blessings. He's trying to get blessings. Hmm? This is Krishna. He's trying to get the blessing, the grace uh, of Radhika. Sri Radhe Ki Jai. Vrindabhaneshwari Radhe Ki Jai. Hmm? <laughs> so, So what was it? Anyway, so uh, <laughs> four. He has these uh, four qualities. What was this story I was telling? Can't give Krishna prema. Prema Prema So without prema you cannot give prema madurya. So no avatar can give that. So he's giving that. Hmm? He must be Krishna. Hmm? This is part of the transcendental logic of of Rupa Goswami. Hmm? Krishna Prema Pradayate. Hmm? So, of course, our ideal in in Vaishnavism, as I say, we will move in the direction of it through the sannyasa lila. But the ideal is not to enter the sannyas lila, but to enter into the Navadweep lila, where he's not a sannyasi, where he has all of his friends and servitors, and they all do Krishna kirtan together. They worship Krishna, they speak about the teachings of Krishna, they chant the names of Krishna, and so forth. So the sannyas lila, he's giving this prema madhurya. It's very attractive to us. We learn from the sannyasa so many things. But Nityananda Prabhu broke the danda. It means in his bhava, he did not want to see Chaitanya Mahaprabhu as a sannyasi, performing austerities and so forth. So the sannyasa is somewhat external. It speaks about the kind of the external side of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, but we're very externally oriented, so that will be useful for us. That will be a connecting point. Hmm? Take us into the Leela, into the Rasakirtan, the house of Shiva's uh, Thakur. Hmm? So, Raghunath Das wanted to follow Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. He'd become a sannyasi. Hmm? It was difficult for him, and if Chaitanya Mahaprabhu had taken him, then who knows what the father would do and the uncle and so forth and they were like fathers to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu and they were wealthy and so forth. So this is more charming side in one sense of the Leela hmm? than his giving shelter to Raghunath Das Goswami. Hmm? The fact that he would be somewhat influenced by their love in the context of the Leela and the family relationships is very beautiful, very charming for the Gaudias. Hmm? But at any rate, Mahaprabhu told him, and this is instructive to us, don't become a monkey sannyasi. Markata vairagya. Falgu vairagya. False renunciation. The monkey is given as an example. We see the, the howler monkeys here. They live a very renounced life. They never practically walk on the ground. <laughs> They're always living in the trees, moving in the air only, and just eating fruits and and so forth, naked, in the jungle, and so forth. So there's some similarity between them and those of us living here. But hopefully there's a big difference in our consciousness. So they've given up so many things, but 
at the same time they're they're um, propagating their species. So, and that which makes the world go round, they have not disconnected. They have not unplugged from that. Hmm? So he said, "Don't become a false uh, renunciate." Hmm? He said, "You know, you prepare yourself. Take time." Hmm? Look for a window of opportunity. Hmm. Raghunathas was uh, very uh, determined and, of course, very qualified. So the fact that Mahaprabhu gave this instruction to him is very instructive to us. He's the Prayojan Tattvacharya. By his example, the books that he wrote, we learn about the goal, the the high ideal of of Madurasa. And uh, he was told by Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, go cautiously here. He didn't say, yes, come and do Leela Smarnam of Radha Krishna immediately and so forth. Hmm? But uh, Raghunath Das was very uh, insightful and very clever, and we need to be a little clever to advance in spiritual life. Hmm? The... Cleverness of Raghunath Das Goswami is very instructive to us. Relative to this particular Leela, he d- had tried to run away from home several times, but he was apprehended by his family. Hmm? It was becoming a problem. Almost you think they might have gone and complained to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu said, take it easy, take it easy, as they say. Slow down. Hmm? So he went to Nityananda Prabhu. He had an idea. Let me go and get the darshan of Nitai. This is the way to get the, da- the, the shelter of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. Arko binitai chander karno hive sangsara vasana mor kove tucho hove. Narottam Thakur instructs very beautifully. Hmm? He says, Go rango bulita hove pulakashari. Hori hori bulite naone bobenir. He is meditating in the song on the Gambira. Gambira means deep. And Gambira was the name of the stone structure that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu lived in in Jagannath Puri. You can go and have the darshan of that. You can touch that. It's a maybe eight by eight room, something like a stone room. No windows. We're always worried about our accommodations and where we'll live and so forth. Hmm. The idea, we should live in an idea, a big idea. Hmm? After all, we're only, we're only and always living in the experiential reality that is consciousness. We're not living in, the material, in, in matter. Hmm? So, however, our big, our idea is in the world of consciousness. This is how much uh, room we have. And it may be correspond with a very small uh, um, and meager <coughs> living situation from an ob- a material, objective uh, vantage point. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu lived in such a big ideal. Hmm? We know him as the Kali Yuga Avatar. There's some discussion on the on the harmonist about Kali Yuga and whether it's empirically uh, verifiable and so forth. 
for the most part, it's probably not <laughs> empirically uh, verifiable, the idea of the yuga cycles and so on and so forth. Uh, but uh, uh, for, for bhajan's sake, it may be useful to live within that. And then, of course, empiric way of knowing is not the final word now to know uh, and uh, uh, understand everything by any means. Uh, oftentimes, the pursuit of uh, an insistence upon knowing by empirical evidence ends up in the loss even of one's own self that cannot be verified empirically. Hmm? Because it's subjective, we cannot, you cannot, you see, to... Uh, to def- to define consciousness is not is really not possible, hmm? because it's it's the definer. Hmm? It 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 is very elusive. Consciousness is extremely elusive subject. Hmm? You can't get, get your hands on it. You cannot you cannot define that which defines. You cannot objectify. I make this point again and again. It's an important point. Hmm? Consciousness, you cannot objectify it. It's it. Therefore, it's different entirely from matter, which can be, which is objective and can be objectively verified and so forth. Consciousness can't. It can, in other words, it can be matter can be defined to one extent or another. Hmm? So. The world of uh, consciousness, how big we are there. Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, yes, he's the Kali Yuga avatar. If we want to insist, well, we can't verify that there's a, a Kali Yuga and there was a human life and advanced civilization millions of years ago, as the Yuga system posits, so we don't have the archaeological evidence, we have evidence to the contrary and so forth. What to do? Hmm? You can You can either not worry about it and try to enter the world of bhajan as we do here at, at Madhavan. Let the world go on. Hmm? There's a, a video that some of the devotees at, at um, Audarya watched uh, recently on their movie night, a video of uh, some monks, Christian, Greek Orthodox, I think they are monks in some Greek island mountains. What's that called? A- Athos or something? or can't remember, but anyway, they they live there and 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 they have no contact with the outside world, hmm? and they have no idea. Some of them have been there, you know, fifty, sixty years. They have no idea what happened in the world in the last fifty, sixty. They don't know there's a internet, hmm? and the quality of their life has not diminished. Can you imagine? <laughs> yeah. This morning we read. Uh, from Harinam Chintamani about focusing the mind, paying attention while chanting. And Bhaktivinoda Thakur is obviously speaking to people who aren't living in ashrams. He says, get your mind off of women and wealth and defeating somebody in a, ba- a debate or how you were beaten in a, in, in a you know, uh, one-upped you know, in, a, in, a, in a discussion. Get, get and associate with devotees and chant, and then you'll be able to pay attention. Well, here we 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 don't do those things, and still, many of us can't pay attention. Hmm? Right? 
You're not thinking about wealth, are you? You're not thinking about women, mostly? No. Maybe whether you were right. <laughs> but, uh, but you're trying to get over that. I have to be right. We might have a problem with that in the ashram, some of us, but we, we get over that too. But still the mind is disturbed. This is the industrial society that we live in. <laughs> you can imagine. This is a hundred years ago, plus Bhaktivinoda Thakur wrote Harinam Chintamani. Life was a little simpler. Hmm? The things, the distractions were food and sex. Hmm? And a little, you know, pratishta and so forth in the, in the community and so forth, so on. Hmm? Now we're just bombarded. There was a time in my life as a sadhaka that I didn't know who the, who the president of the United States was. Hmm? You had to get a newspaper, and, you know, we didn't have any time for that. Hmm? We had only time for Bhagavatam and its distribution and get to Arctic and get to rest because you got to get up early, do your sadhana and so forth. So this is what we are. We're sadhakas. We've already determined, however interesting the world might be from one perspective, it doesn't endure. Hmm? And we are the enduring observer of the world, hmm? and we should start to observe ourself in the light that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has cast upon us of opportunity, the golden light of opportunity. So we can live in that world, but if we, in order to, do, to preach and outreach, sometimes we, we, we may need to address this kind of issue. So you can say whatever you like. You can say, yes, for bhajan it's good. Hmm? It's a metaphor for uh, living in the, the world of of bhajan and taking us to the heights of uh, the, the, the possibilities that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu revealed. And by comparison, the modern world, I think I mentioned this morning, and its, it's illusory idea of ongoing progress and the straight arrow of time and, at the, and aimed at the target of material acquisition, this is false. To conclude that we are we are matter, hmm, or that matter is what matters, is to is to is to lose sight of what really matters entirely. But empirically speaking, nonetheless, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu is a reality, hmm? and a towering, tall reality. Hmm? Empirically, in other words, we know Chaitanya Mahaprabhu appeared, we and we, we and we know what he was about. Hmm? And from Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he knew huh, not as much, his knowledge was not about things, hmm, but uh, in other words, matter, but about consciousness. And how, how deep consciousness could love, how, how, how deep an ocean of love it, it could go. Hmm? This is empirically, we can say, what he was about. Hmm? So, no problem. Hmm? Hmm? We have good cause to take shelter of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, live in such an, such an environment as the shelter of Daoji Gopal, under the shelter of Gornatananda, the shelter of Radha Madhava, and so forth. Hmm? We just move between these places, as Guru Maharaj sees fit, something like that. <laughs> this, is, uh, this is to make, make life easy. But the world is strong. It's very loud, is my point, in bringing up Bhaktivedanta Thakura. So mm-hmm. we, we, that much more we need such an environment mm-hmm. in order to chant 
peacefully and enter into the, the all that the name contains. Nama, Rupa, Guna, Lila. The form of Krishna's in his name, his qualities, his Lila, and so forth. Ragnatas made the climb. He went there. Hmm? He took shelter of Mahaprabhu and he, t- he wisely hmm, approached Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? To get the shelter of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, he went to Nityananda Prabhu. So this, you cannot leave Nityananda Prabhu, Sakshat Balaram, out of the picture by any means. He's a very, very important player. As I've said before, he, in, in many respects, started the Sampradaya. I began our discussion by talking about the Shastra Gurus and how they wrote the texts and so forth that are our Shastras. Hmm? Um, but before any of that was written, Nityananda Prabhu began the Sampradaya by way of teaching worship Goranga, Badu Goranga, Kaha Goranga, Laha Goranga, Ernam, Yejana Goranga, Bhaja Sayamar Prana. That um, anybody who worships Goranga does his t- explains his teachings, chants his name, I, they're, I'm purchased by them. Hmm? They give my life to them, uh, and so forth. So if we, if we, as Nartham said, I was explaining, Goranga Bolite Hobe. He's in the. He's speaking about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu in the Gambira, in that small room, hmm? living in a big space, hmm? a big consciousness space. How deep was the Gambira? Hmm? It's not that you would measure. Well, it's about eight feet deep or taller. You know, <laughs> deep. It's a small place materially. Hmm? But how big of a life he lived in there. Hmm? It is said that that he would. They, the devotees were concerned about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. His ecstasy, in his ecstasy, harming himself. So they used to lock him in there at night, and still he got out. They think that in ecstasy he melted. Therefore, Goranga Bulite Habe. Narottam is praying to melt. Goranga Bulite Habe Pulaka Sharir. Hori Hori Bulite Nayane Bhavanis. When will I melt? Then I will become, my heart will become like liquid. So soft. The preem, the characteristic of preem is soft heart. One of the characteristics. How soft? Melted. Hmm? How soft is butter? Pretty soft. How soft is ghee? <laughs> Melted butter. Hmm? The heart will melt. Hmm? The heart melts. Constructs of the mind melt. Where are you now? What possibilities are there? Where, 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 what, what, what can you experience? Hmm? By the ingress of Prem, the, the gracious hand of Bhagwan reaching out to us and Bhakti through Guru Parampara, what kind of space we can enter into? Hmm? There's nothing we could manufacture in this world which would be more accommodating, more deep with affection and so forth. So, Narutam is praying, when will I melt like this? It's thought that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu actually melted and went out under the door. They found him in the ocean in the night. He had jumped in thinking it was the Jamuna. A fisherman caught him in his net. And he was mad with Prem himself. Hmm? Srup Damodar leading the devotees went to find him. and They found the fisherman. They th- he must know. He's con- he, he has the Chaitanya disease. 
<laughs> it's contagious. He touched Chaitanya. Where I caught a fish, it was glowing. I don't know. This happened to me after that. I don't know what's happening to me. Show us that fish. And there they found him unconscious. And then they began a kirtan. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. And Mahaprabhu woke and said, Where was I? I was in the Jamuna. And Radha and the gopis were there. Krishna was there. And you made a noise and woke me up. Sridhar Maharaj commented, This is the kirtan of, Shri, of, of Srup Damodar. How deep was the trance of Mahaprabhu that he could call the kirtan of Srup Damodar some noise? bringing me to external consciousness. Hmm? <laughs> so Narutam is praying, when can I enter into that? Hmm? When will the astasatvika become eightfold transformations of ecstasy? When will I experience that? My hairs will stand on end, the tears will come from my eyes, hmm? my voice will be choked, and so forth. Gauranga, uttering Gauranga. It means singing Hare Krishna, same thing. Hmm. Then he says, Arkobe nitai chandel karunohive sangsaravasanamo kove tuchahave. He takes it systematically. This is my aspiration. Hmm. I want to enter the Gambira because in the Gambira, what Mahaprabhu experienced, that is then the doorway, that deep, deep experience is the doorway they're entering into Navadweep, where where you can have Kirtan and Shiva Stakur's house with Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and in the context of that, enter the Leela of Krishna. Hmm? The Vrindavan Leela. Navadweep and Vrindavan, non-different. Hmm? So he says, how will I get there? Here's a very practical idea. Arkovinitai hmm? Chandir. By taking shelter of Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? He is, after all, the master of the world. Sankashana karnato yeshayi, kabhoda shayi, chapayodi shayi, shesyasyasyamsa kalasa nityananda kirama shananamamastu. Nityananda Ram, the Mahavishnu, the Garbhodakshai Vishnu, the Shirodakshai Vishnu, Anuntasesha, all the lords, manifestations of Bhagavan, Bhagavan, the Paramatma, overseeing the world. I will take shelter of him and the world will be taken out of me. Hmm? By taking shelter of Nityananda all the world, samsara vasanam or all that, that which fuels the circular life of material existence round and round and round we go. Hmm? Uh, again and again uh, he says, let me take care of the Nityananda Prabhu. He will extinguish all the material desires. Hmm? He will make me qualify then uh, to enter into Vrindavan. He goes on like this systematically. So, Nityananda Prabhu, very important for us to take shelter of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. We shall go through him. Hmm? It was he who commissioned Krishna himself to go to Vrindavan. He who um, directed Vrindavan uh, talk with the right Chaitanya Bhagavad. What will we know about Chaitanya Mahaprabhu without him? So, Raghunathas was very wise. He went to take shelter of Nityananda Prabhu. And there he was, 
seated on the banks of the Ganges with his friends, intoxicated with love of God, with Sakyaprem, intoxicated. And Raghunandas came into the midst of this. Hmm? There it is. We, we just heard it. There is Nityananda with his associates, millions of them. And he sat at a little distance and Nityananda immediately noticed him. It's not that we'll just run up front. Here I am. But by humility, hmm? he stayed in the background humbly. And Nityananda said, Who's that one all the way over there? Mm-hmm. The humble one. Something like that. And he said, You're a thief! Raghunath, you're a thief. Bring that thief here, he said. His eye, the implication was, thieves hide. You're trying to hide from me. Hmm? Bring him here immediately. And then, of course, Raghunath was from a wealthy family. Hmm? So, Mahaprabhu said, gave him a service. Hmm? And this is the Panihati festival now, it's beginning. He told him to bring... Bring food for his associates. Chipped rice. They took milk, condensed milk. They took rice, soaked it in milk, and took half of it out and put it in yogurt with bananas and something, other thing. And then they took the other half of the rice, they put it with condensed milk, and they made two different big clay pots. And then they got thousands of clay pots. And, and they had 20 men or so serving. The whole thing was orchestrated. And Ramnath Das is, is just like... Paying for the whole thing, right? And then, then in the midst of this, all uh, Nityananda was having this festival. People come from villages, and they set up shop to sell their goods. There's so many people. There's a festival going on. Let's set up shop. We'll sell our wares. Raghunath Das bought everything they had, mostly food. Bought everything they had. Bought them all out. Hmm? Even they, uh, ostensibly, they came for material purposes. And they benefited. The implication is even everything sold out, hmm? and all went in the service of Nityananda Prabhu. Hmm? In the middle of it, he calls out like this: "This is what I'm experiencing. Hmm? I'm a cowherd. I'm surrounded by so many cowherds, and we are having a great time along the banks of the Jamuna, having a picnic lunch. This is how I spend my time." Hmm? So, in the midst of all of this, then. In meditation, Nityananda Prabhu brought Chaitanya Mahaprabhu there. And Raghunath Das could see it. Hmm? Raghava Pandit came and said, What's this? In my home, I'm offering food to the deity for you, and you're eating here. Nityananda Prabhu said, That's all right. We'll finish this and come to your house for dinner. Hmm? So, of course, the, everyone was fed to their full satisfaction, like bottomless clay plot pots of this uh, uh, gear and so forth. And then they went to Raghava Pandit's house. Raghava Pandit is famous, him and his uh, sister, for their cooking for Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. So a huge feast was cooked. He said, whenever, whenever uh, uh, Raghava Pandit, I should say, whatever Raghava Pandit cooked, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu came and ate. Hmm? Wherever Nityananda Prabhu danced, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, in ecstasy, Mahaprabhu was also present, visible to some, not to others. Hmm? There was one other, what was the third one? 
can't recall. Anyway, he came to Raghav Pandit's house. And then another big feast and so forth. Then after it was all over, and Raghunath Das had, 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 had spent all of the money uh, that he had, uh, well, to, to finance the whole thing, hmm? then he gave, he, go, he gave a sum of gold coins and so forth to give to every, every Brahmin, every sadhu that was present and so on and so forth. Hmm? And then he ate. <laughs> and then he approached Nityananda Prabhu and there he asked, you give me your mercy that I might take shelter of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. And Nityananda Prabhu gave him the blessing. He compared him to Bharat, the great king of India after whom India was named, who was the king of, emperor of India and gave up everything, as the Bhagavatam says, as if it were human excrement, all types of material uh, facilities and enjoyment to become a uh, devotee hmm? and live in the forest and so forth. This is this is the this was the the real the, the look at the difference. The political heroes of India, hmm? Bharat, became a devotee of Krishna and completely renounced everything. This was like, wow! He was. It's not that he freed the slaves or he, you know, the big deal or whatever, <laughs> whatever it was, or the health care, <laughs> uh, Obamacare, you know, this is their legacy. The legacy of Bharat was he left the whole world behind <laughs> and became a devotee. Hmm? So he quoted this verse and this way he glorified Raghunath Das Goswami. He gave him his blessing. And by the, on the strength of that blessing, that the window of opportunity that Chaitanya Mahaprabhu talked about came to him. And the story of Raghunath Das Goswami's leaving home, renouncing, successfully escaping his parents uh, who tried to apprehend him and so forth, getting the shelter of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu, and therein becoming progressively more um, renounced is very uh, instructive to us. Uh, this is again part of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's sannyasa So in our early stages of bhakti, this will be very uh, instructive, insightful uh, to us. So we owe a great uh, debt to Raghunath Das Goswami. This is the, 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 the position of the Goswamis, Rup Sanatan, Jiva Goswami, Raghunath Das Goswami, among the associates of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. They lived the lives of sadhakas. We don't find that as much in, in, in so many others. That, and, and that means that, that they have set, set an example for us to follow. They were sadhakas in the leela. So, in this way we have some short discussion of the Panihati leela. It's a very... Um, Beautiful Leela, it's found in the sixth chapter of the Anti Leela in Prabhupada's edition of Chaitanya Charitamrita. I had the good fortune, I'll conclude with this, of visiting Panihati along with Prabhupada in, um, I believe it was 1977. And uh, Prabhupada was ill, we were in Mayapur, and an invitation had come for him to come to Panihati, and some land was to be donated to Prabhupada where a temple could start. And they wanted to invite Papa there and feed him and so forth. So he went with his entourage and he invited me to go with him. Hmm? 
And we did kirtan, we preached. The Prabhupada was too weak to say anything. Hmm? Um, but he went for the preaching opportunity to, you know, to, to take advantage of... The, these were Leela Stalis, the places of, of Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Leela. They're like the prize, prime real estate for Gaudi Vaishnavas. If you could get a, you know, a place for bhajan or for a temple, which was a place where Chaitanya Mahaprabhu's Leela was performed, or Radha Krishna Leela and so forth, this is like... This is the, how the real estate is evaluated in Gaudiya Vaishnavism. Hmm? So, he went, he honored them, and, and so forth. Sannyasis, we spoke and did kirtan and so forth. And uh, I remember I was w- w- walking behind Prabhupada as he was, I think, coming to take darshan of the, of, of the deity. He was pushing himself to go, and he collapsed right there. Hmm? He just completely collapsed. And I was right behind him, so I grabbed him like this, and held on to him, and so he didn't, he didn't crash to the floor. Hmm? This is my experience at Panihati. <laughs> so it's a, it's a special place also for me in terms of my uh, opportunity to serve uh, Prabhupada that he, that he gave me at that time. Hmm? Shri Panihati Mahamotsava Titi Ki Jai, Ragnadas Kasami Ki Jai, Sinatai Chan Ki Jai, Gorango Mahaprabhu Ki Jai, Sri Siddhaji Gopal Ki Jai, Sri Madhavan Vasi Ki Jai, Gaur Bhaktavrinda Ki Jai, Gaur Premanande Bolo.